Good morning, good morning, and good morning, and welcome to yet another episode of Popping Off with Feel the Podcast. Happy Tuesday, co-host. I hope that everyone had a great weekend. I know I did, although I did a lot of work, but it's okay. You know, it's okay. I'd rather be stressed now because I plan on not being stressed the entire month of December. <laughs> so, um, well, other than the stress that's associated with becoming a new homeowner, but Aside from that, I don't work any work stress, so I'm okay with being stressed right now. I just want to say thanks to everyone who texted, who called, who commented about last week's podcast. Listen, I've been doing this for some time, and so I've gotten comfortable with the concept of letting it all hang out, you know, being completely forth write about what's going on in my life being completely transparent but it's not easy and so I just want to commend and thank my best friend John for coming on and being so open and uh, being so transparent about his struggles with dating it's helped a lot of people obviously because people have reached out to me people have reached out to him and the podcast itself got quite a few listens. So thank you. Continue to share, continue to post, continue to like, continue to rate on your uh, respective podcast platforms, be it Google or, or Apple or Spotify or wherever you happen to listen to the podcast, Anchor, because that those, those things make a difference. Um, and I think the message is important for other people to hear. You know, I'm not going to lie. I do have a, an audience in mind, you know, people that I kind of, uh, you know, I want to speak to people that I would have, I would have liked a podcast like this when I was growing up, um, trying to figure things out. And so I'm, my attempt is speaking to people like me, obviously. Um, but, but from the feedback I received, the, what we talked about didn't just help gay black boys. Um, it helped uh, women. It helped uh, both homosexual and heterosexual, you know, both sides of the spectrum. And and that's all that you could ever wish for. Um, this podcast is really a labor of love. Um, it's something I enjoy doing. And I am just grateful that it's helping people. So again, thank you. If you haven't listened, um, Please do. If you haven't shared it with someone who you think might need to hear it, please do. Because we're all in this to help people. We're all in this to help each other. So that's my spiel on last week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I feel an, an, an obligation, a responsibility to talk about voting. Um, we are a week out from... I would say probably the most important election of, of my lifetime. Um, not that voting for President Obama and not um, and not that re-voting for President Obama wasn't important. But this really does feel dire. This really does feel like life or death. Um, so much has changed in the world in the last four years and things have gotten worse but it's kind of our history um and i know that i'm preaching to the choir because i assume that everyone that that is a co-host um 
is a voter, is uh, active in the democratic process. Not is that yeah democratic. Well, yeah, democratic process, democracy. You know what I mean. They're active. <laughs> um, they they believe in their civil liberties and um, they're doing the right thing. But we all are in contact with people who don't feel the same way, who aren't doing the right thing, who don't feel like voting is important. And I, I'm not a, his, a historian, I'm not a, a, a history buff, especially not when it comes to like, a, like American history or like world history or like U.S. history or anything like that. I'm, I'm, I'm into black history, but um, I did a little research this morning, just kind of preparing for the episode to talk about how important voting is and why we need to do it and why we need to educate those individuals of our family, uh, individuals in our friend group um, or our friends friends group <laughs> that um, don't take this thing seriously. Because historically, every, every roadblock that could have been placed to prevent African-American men and women from voting has been put in place, has been imposed. Um, even when things were done on the federal level, things were done on the state level to keep our community suppressed. There's a reason for that. That's the part that we need to communicate to people who don't see the value in voting. We have been conditioned to believe that it's not important because we've historically been left out or it's been drug out um, you know, something gets passed, but then it takes months and years to ratify. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to read a couple of dates because I was really flabbergasted <laughs> about this. And I guess if you're in, if you're a lawyer or an attorney or an esquire, or whatever you like to call yourself, you know, these are things that you've probably studied pretty intimately throughout, you know, throughout school, you know, or even if you were a poli-sci major in undergrad, um, I guess there, there is like a constitutional law course. So I guess you actually break down the constitution and look at what's going on. But I just like to say that um, just to put things in perspective, the 13th amendment is what set us free. That was passed in January of 1865, um, but not ratified into December, 1865. The 14th amendment grant guaranteed a citizenship. That was passed in June of 1866, but not ratified until July of 1868. The 15th Amendment granted black males the right to vote. That was passed in February of 1869, but not ratified until February of 1870. Sorry. Um, the 19th Amendment, which was passed in June of uh i wrote this down like i was gonna know the difference i just put 19 <laughs> june of 1919 was ratified in august of 1920 and that was granting women the right to vote and even though black women played a very major role in the suffrage movement for women to get the right to vote and for women to get just equal rights, they still were historically uh, and very dramatically disenfranchised. 
And it, it wasn't until the Voting Rights Act of 1965, um, which got passed and ratified pretty quickly because people like Lyndon B. Johnson, apparently, uh, that women actually, black women actually at that point were able to vote without suppression and without intimidation. That is a fucking ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. So that means... Literally, it took 95 years after being granted the right to vote as a black man to actually be able to vote. Because what happened is these things were happening on the federal level, but states were passing laws that 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 made it impossible for for people of color, for black folks to vote, poll taxes and literacy rules. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's why it's important. If it wasn't important, if it didn't mean anything, why would people go through such lengths? Why would white people go through such lengths to prevent us from voting? To further put this in perspective, throughout this time in history from 1865 to 1965, when all of this really jumped off, you know, if we're looking at the whole story, um, there were wars. Members of our families, our great grandparents, our grandparents, um, great aunts and uncles participated in in wars, fought for this country. I know at least for me, I have a, a great grandfather who was in World War II. I have a grandfather who was in the Korean War. Um, I have an uncle who was in Vietnam, um, which didn't go too well for Lyndon B. Johnson, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, we were actively participating in the betterment of our country and doing what 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 was right, you know, to protect. Because that's what they tell you when you're in the service. You are protecting the, the civil liberties of the people of your country. So you literally had people fighting for civil liberties, and I put that in air quotes, that they weren't entitled to. This is why we have to vote, people. This is why it's important to get out the message that voting is essential. And, it, and and we know that to be true because we know for a fact that when 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 votes happen, things change. Just to put something else in perspective, because like, again, I was really, it's almost hurtful when you think about when these laws were passed, how long it took for us as black people to actually benefit from the fact that these laws were passed and how long it actually took for these things to, 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 to be enacted. Like, I just want to put something in perspective. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died on the 18th of September. Um, Trump announced his intention to nominate the newest uh, Supreme Court Justice, Amy, whatever her name face is, uh, on the 26th of, 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 of September. She was confirmed yesterday. That happened in a month. That happened in a fucking month. The vote was 52 to 48. All Democrats opposed. 
And all but one Republican was in favor of her nomination. So I know that we get wrapped up in this whole party thing, but all Democrats are not necessarily liberal. For all of those people to not find or see any redeemable quality in this woman that would make her suitable to be a Supreme Court justice, a job that she literally has to retire from or die in in order to be removed um, or replaced. That should say something to people. You know, um, the, the fact that things are increasingly more difficult for for black people in this country. And we're not just talking about, you know, not being able to buy a house and uh, uh, not being able to get the job that you're more qualified for. We're talking about death. Like black people are dying. <laughs> They're being murdered. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's not like they got in a car accident or there was uh, some rare form of cancer. People who are in good health, who are functioning, contributing citizens are being murdered by police. And overwhelmingly, every time that occurs, there's always a a sense of, well, what were they doing to deserve this particular situation what were they doing for this to befall them you know, no one ever questions the police officer's actions the police officer's cognitive ability <laughs> in those situations when it's black people now when, when white folks are, are murdered by police officers because it it does happen when white folks are in situations where they challenge authority um there's always a question about the intent of the officer when a white person has uh, has has had a certain circumstance that wasn't, you know, a positive one. But those questions are never asked when a black person is murdered. Never. Instead, we spend time and by we, I mean the public, um, you know, the media spends time digging up every impeachable thing about that person's life and their character to discredit them as a person really that's what it is it's to, to discredit them as a person it doesn't matter what they've done it doesn't matter how they contributed to to the world listen i graduated from one of the the the, the top hbcus in the country and personally one of the best schools in the world in my in my personal and humble opinion and i know black men who graduated from Morehouse College, who have been murdered. Black men with families, black men who were and had contributed to their communities. But what we've done in in more than one instance for for more than it in, in for more than one instance in in multiple cir- cir- circumstances and situations we have used something like mental health um, to justify them being murdered. Whereas mental health is typically the defense for a white person who has murdered other people. Like, I mean, do you see how this is all fucked up? 
all of this, in my opinion, is a byproduct of the way that the world is set up and why it's so important for us to use our voices. Listen, everybody that I have voted for has not won um, on the federal level, on the state level, on the local level. Um, Hell, (laughs) superlatives at school. You know, people don't always win that you vote for. But if you don't have a dog in a fight, you can't sit around and mope about things not being any better. And the argument can't always be, well, it doesn't matter it whether I vote or not. Because it does. Because a, a non-vote is a vote for the other person. I don't understand why people don't fucking get that. Listen, I was talking to a, a dude about a week or so ago. And um, I had just voted. And they were like, oh, yeah, I need to I need to do that. Is it too late to register? And my first thought was, you have got to be fucking kidding me. You have absolutely got to be fucking kidding me. Is it too late to register? Sir, where the fuck have you been? I get so frustrated with black folk that feel as if the world is just happening around them and they don't have to actively participate in shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, those black folk who were like, well, I got here because I worked hard. And I'm not saying that they didn't. Bitch, I worked hard too. But these people who have this this thought process that because of who they are and what they've contributed to the world and how smart they are and if their parents got a little money or whatever the case is, that they don't have to participate in normal activities um, like voting or being aware of what's going on in the world around them. Listen, that conversation was over before it started. And had he been a young man, you know, 18, 19 years old, not that that's an excuse, but had he been that age or you know, my brother's age, my brothers are 23 and 25. I would have wasted my time. It wouldn't have been a waste of time, but I'm just calling it a waste of time for the, for the sake of this conversation. I would have wasted my time. Um, because he he probably would have went in one year and and, and went out of the other. So that's why I'm saying waste time. Not that the conversation would have been a waste of time, but, um, my efforts would have been a waste of time. I would have wasted the time to, read him up and down but he was not a young man and I'm just like fuck like are you kidding me so listen um I don't have anything for people who are not participating in 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 voting like nothing at all um and I don't and I don't I believe we're beyond the point of empathizing with people who don't value the importance like after I just read this like this should shake people to their core listen my grandparents um, maternal and paternal were born in the 1920s and the 1930s, respectively. Um, my grandmother, particularly my mom's mom was born in 1922 in Texas. Uh, by, 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 by all accounts and looking at this timeline, when she was born in 1922, you know, the 19th Amendment had just passed and she still wasn't able to vote, okay? Because she was a black woman. It would have been very difficult for her to vote, you know? They made it very difficult and I'm sure they made it very difficult in Texas. Um, So that means that when she actually was given the right to vote without suppression, 
by this time, she'd already moved to Michigan. So I assume that things might have been a little bit easier for her. But I don't know because we never actually had a conversation about voting because in all like, honesty, my grandmother passed away before um, before I was even able to vote. She, she died when I was like a, a junior in high school. But by all accounts, that means that she technically wasn't able to vote free, clear, without suppression until the Voting Rights Act of 1965 was passed. By that time, she had four fucking children. My mom was born in 1964. So it's like, so she spent 40 years of her life, 40 plus years of her life as a woman who paid taxes and contributed to society and she was unable to vote. Her husband was in the military. Her brothers had been in the military. Um not sure if her 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 if my my great grandfather had done any military service. Um at least not on that side of the family. I know that my paternal grandfather did. He was I he was in World War II. But I'm just just putting all that stuff in perspective. She had had children, <laughs> four children. And, and by that time, my uncle, her oldest child was 18 years old. And on his way to Vietnam War, you know what I'm saying? I, I, that history, it rocks me. It rocks me to the core. And this is just looking at my family situation. And and keep you keep in mind that all of my grandparents, maternal and paternal, had migrated from Alabama on my dad's side and Texas on my mom's side to Michigan for better lives. So again, things might have been a little easier for them at that time. Like I don't know the first time that any of my grandparents ever voted. Unfortunately, it's not a conversation we we had. And even though I had one grandfather, my dad's dad, who was alive around voting, I remember specifically my grandfather died in December, no, I'm sorry, not December, he died in October of 2008, which was the year after I had graduated Morehouse, I graduated in May of 2007. And um, I remember my dad telling me the conversation that that they had about voting. And my grandfather was like, ain't no black man gonna be president. You know, my grandfather didn't get an opportunity to actually see that. You know, to him it wasn't, something that was conceivable you know um he hadn't even wrapped his mind around the idea of him actually being able to cast a vote for a black man and i do believe that my grandfather would have loved barack obama i do you know um he loved tiger woods and we know how that went so (laughs) i believe i believe that barack would have stood a chance but I'm just putting those things in perspective and this is just my family history and our relationship to voting and, and what I know based on this timeline that I, 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 I wrote up today. I, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that, that this is the life that we live and that these pieces of legislation um, like the 14th amendment, which helped to set the precedent for landmark cases like for Brown versus Board of Education, which dealt with uh, racial segregation, or Roe versus Wade, which dealt with abortion rights, or um, a Burgerfield versus Hodges, which which dealt with same-sex marriage. Like that's how important these pieces of legislation are. But we are 
categorically and historically disenfranchised from these from these these changes from these improvements that's why we got to vote people again i know i'm preaching to the choir i assume that at least everyone that i know that listens to the podcast because obviously there are some co-hosts that i just i'm not connected to which is great have conversations with the people that you love um i'm in georgia early voting ends i believe october 30th i'm done i voted first day I was like, fuck it. I'm going to wait in line. I'm waiting around. I can do whatever I need to do. This is important. I got to get this out of here. You know, and I don't want any issues. No, fuck that paper ballot. I'm not dropping shit in no box. That's just me personally. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with people who chose to vote that way. Just for me and my house, I'm not doing it. You know, people's like, I like to wait until November. No, fuck that. I ain't, no, I ain't waiting. I'm voting today. Today, right now. You know, and it was an hour and 15 minutes where I just sat in line with my headphones on and listened to music, it was perfectly fine. You know, there were no issues. There were no people out there causing problems or, you know, it was just folks in line voting. It's important, y'all. It's so important. Um, I love it when I see people bringing their children to the polls because it's important. And I wish I saw more black men and black women bringing their sons and daughters to the polls Um, because that's the thing. White folks are teaching their kids very early how important it is to, to to actively participate in this process. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. I vote in every election. Every election that I'm aware of, I've been in situations where I was like, fuck, there's a vote today. And I am in my car, speeding down the road, in my car, in line, Googling shit to make sure that I know what's know what's going on that i understand who the people are at least um you know i I, I, obviously when you're in line you don't have time to dig 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 and dig but you know you got enough time to read a few articles a few headlines you know a a quick google search i mean at least look at what the motherfucker look like you know do they look like somebody who got some sense because that makes a difference you know sometimes sometimes those official photos tell you more than you think we got to participate. We got to be active in it. It's very, very important. I'm going to get off my soapbox because again, I know that I'm preaching to the choir. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful Tuesday. Um, we'll be having a conversation a week from now, which will actually be voting day. Um, and I don't know where I'm going to be emotionally. (laughs) Um, so I, I will probably try to do something light and fun and airy next week because i think that people are going to need that because i think that anxiety is going to be so fucking high um as we approach this next election you know i i remember watching a friend of mine through a a, through an election party uh because he was a very big hillary supporter he threw an election party we were there and i remember it was late i was tired and I remember just kind of dozing off on his couch and waking up in utter disbelief that it it looked very plain to me, very clear to me before I even driven, drove home that night, driven <laughs> before I had driven home that night, um, that, that Trump was going to win. And I was just like, I just want, I just, you know, people had said it. I, I don't follow politics that closely. I don't pay attention to the signs. I just vote. <laughs> um, and I try to vote very informed, but in terms of understanding electoral college and how all of that shit works and popular vote versus, I didn't understand any of that. I just was like, I just don't believe that this has come to this. Um, 
I don't even know if I will watch the coverage. I think I just want to wake up <laughs> the next day and know <laughs> if I am going to be in four more years of fucking purgatory or if there's a, a slight chance that things could improve or get better. Um, and let me talk about one more thing before I let you go. So listen, we live in a world, we live in a country where there is a clear distinction between parties. There is Democratic, there is Republican. I do believe that it is important for you as an individual to align, to have an alignment with the person that you're voting for. I think that that's important. Um, and in an ideal world, which we don't fucking live in, so <laughs> clue to you, we don't live in an ideal world. In an ideal world, we could vote for the person with whom our personal uh, our personal and, 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 and moral thoughts could align. We don't live in that world. We don't have that privilege. We need to get Trump the fuck out of the White House by any means necessary. That's what we need to focus on. I know that Joe Biden is probably not an, an exemplary person. I know that he's probably casted some votes that are that are questionable, but fuck, he's a white man in America. Are we surprised? <laughs> are we surprised that he's voted his interests? Are we surprised that he has always not made the best decisions um, concerning black folks and how he's voting and what he's doing impacts us? Yes, he's flawed. I get it. But guess what? On his worst fucking day, He's better than that asshole who's in office now. And and that's something that we all have to agree on. I don't care where you are social, uh, uh, from a social economic standpoint. Trump ain't got shit for us. Nothing. Nothing at all, you know? And that should be worth something. So let's ruminate on that. And then in the future, when the world changes, probably long after we're gone, maybe we'll be in a situation where you can vote independent and it not totally rock the fucking world but we're not there and 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 it's it's dreamy <laughs> um and fantasical to believe that we're there um and some of that energy fucked us up in that last election as well i don't want to vote for hillary because she's a woman let's be clear I don't vote. I don't want to vote for Hillary because she's a woman, not because she's white, not because she's a Democrat, not because she um, helped to put things in place that 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 caused issue for Black folks, but because she's a woman. That's that. That's the reason. Nonetheless, um, we would have been better off with somebody who at least had a fucking law degree and some goddamn common sense and some empathy and had been in government for the majority of her goddamn life, as opposed to a reality television star who mocks uh, disabled people and is very blatantly mocking the coronavirus as if he's some God who's avoided or evaded impending doom and death because he happened to survive because he's the president of the United fucking stakes and had every every medical advantage offered to make sure that he would be okay you know they probably pumped him with enough drugs to 
to tranquilize a goddamn African rhino. But me and you and other poor white people don't have access to that. So we're dying. <laughs> so I, I, we just, we, we got to wake up. We got to wake up. And if we have friends that consider themselves to be allies, we need to be talking to them and they need to be using their voice to uh, ally and, and get other people to see that what we're dealing with is some bullshit and we don't have to. So vote, 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 vote. Um, encourage other people to vote um, and continue to like, share, and repost my beautiful podcast so that we can help um, more of the confused world that we live in because folks need help. Anyway, I love y'all for real. I hope you have a wonderful wonderful day. Peace.